Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Show my talk one hundred seven one everything entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Let's congratulate Jesse Vang from Egan. Jesse, a winner of one hundred and seven dollars uh, for just downloading our app and registering. And we'll have uh, winners all the way through the end of the ju- uh, July. Download and register on the new My Talk app, and then you just open the app each weekday to be eligible to win. The $107. And uh, as I said, we will do this through the end of July. A winner every day of 107 in cash. That's like so easy. Very easy. I love that. All right. But now, Donnie, don't we have a song we want to play? Oh, do we? Let's play oh, it. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Go, 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 Lori. It's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. We're going to sip a party like it's your birthday. Going in the club. In the club. Lori's got a birthday. Happy birthday, 7-Eleven. Oh, my God. My phone was blowing up. I had cards. I had a treasure hunt. I got up in kickbox. You know, just like you got up early today. I was just like, because you have what I don't have. You told me the other day, discipline. (laughs) It was such a dig. That's true. (laughs) She's right. Oh, Donnie, I have it in different areas. Oh, dear. Yes. Okay. No, I That's my favorite dig of the week. Casey is, uh, well, you know, you were wondering. You said, why don't I go? And I said, discipline? Yeah, I It was know. like that, you yeah. know. But Casey, like, this is like the fifth year in a row I've had a treasure hunt. Okay, tell me what. So he leaves me. So he starts with one card by my coffee. Okay. And it's like a little rhyme, a little poem, and then where the next clue is. Okay. Okay. Then I, so then I go and I have to decipher it. Like it'll say, like, uh, your favorite place to make rice and look in that place and you'll find your next clue, you know? So I'm sure. like racing around the house. Anyway, I have like six stops. Oh, wait, there are six clues. Six clues, all on really cute little cards some of them are dirty some of them are just you know really sweet and do they have a some roses or red poems. poems with them uh, no he does song lyrics bits oh. of song <laughs> i kind of love creative. that it's very creative anyway at the end of the rainbow uh, my gift was in a box in the dryer <laughs> oh. that's a good spot it didn't even turn the dryer on <laughs> no no well i i know he didn't i wasn't doing any okay. laundry or something but um anyway so it was funny so he he'd got me um a couple of these skirts that i'm crazy about these soy boo skirts that's mm-hmm. a ybu they're like and they're like $90 skirts. But wow. what I love about them is that they have a good form. 
they uh, keep their dry, form. They yes, and they dry out in like ten minutes if you were to get them wet. So if so you for traveling or, or being on a boat or if you're playing tennis, it right? would be a good tennis oh, skirt. I need new because shirts. it's the wicking material. Oh, right. And anyway, so. He, he, I guess, decided he couldn't get me a pair of shoes for three years in a row. Right. And I'm ready to tell him my ban on jewelry is over. Okay, because you have, you did put a ban on it. I did. Yes. It, I, specifically bracelets. Everything. No, yeah. I had everything. You banned I, it all. I did because he was just like buying me jewelry. And it all just the, sounds like a ridiculous thing to complain about. It does. But I really am kind of a simple jewelry person. Same. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so it just was like, but now I'm ready to. You're ready to to take the band off. Yeah, I'm going to take the band. I'm off so for glad next about year. that. Yeah. All right. Know. So anyway, so it's and then I have to meet him at a restaurant tonight, and the surprise will follow. Yes, Panic at the Disco is at the Target Center. St. Paul and the Broken Bones are at the Zoo, but I don't know if I'm going to either of those. Oh. Those are two musical things oh, that are happening tonight. Panic at the Disco is where? At the Target Center. Downtown. Fun. Yeah. They're good. They have a new album I, out. I saw them years like, ago. Years ago. And I was one of the few teenagers in the crowd. And I remember you saw it in St. Paul at Roy Wilkins Auditorium. No, that was Killers. Oh, that was the I Killers. I saw Panic at the Disco with, I can't remember who opened for them. I like their music. Oh, it, it was really fun. Um, but it, it was right when they first came out. And they so they had like... Half of Target Center, um, like, you know, they put up the curtains. The curtain sure. Yeah. And they made it look smaller. Sure. Mm-hmm. Like an intimate venue. Yeah, yeah. But okay. it was it was super fun. I I, can't, I think I might have went with Mel. Oh, really? Or Mel, who yeah. worked yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember. But anyway, so, so I don't know. I don't know what other things. But really, I mean, people are so nice. And, of course, our three... Uh, I know, Carla. Carla. Who's yep. wishing me a fabulous birthday. Aww. She said, see you at the you know what. Are we allowed to talk about it yet? No. Nope. <laughs> we still Carla. have over a month. Yeah. yeah. When yeah. can we talk about the you know what that happens at the end of the summer in at St. Paul? At the end of July. Oh, perfect. Oh. Yeah. There's so many July. rules. Okay. <laughs> it's All right, perfect. And then, of course, Barb. Yes. And then uh, Sniglet Shar. Yes. Oh. Anyway, so those ladies always send us Oh, nice. Yeah, they're yes. Really, they're super sweet. So... Who do you share a birthday with? Uh, let's see. Richie Sambora okay. is uh, who I share a birthday with. Sofia Vergara was yesterday. Okay, She's a July 10th. Uh, my good friend of mine. I have like three friends that all are like within the next week. Mm-hmm. You know, my sister's birthday was just Sunday. Right. And you know that little biatch, we are, are the same age for three days. Uh-huh. All our lives, we have always talked on one of the three days that we're the same age to give each other crap about that age. Right. And, uh, yeah, she's little miss. I can't get a hold of her. Oh, that's unfortunate. Well, my favorite is the card. Oh, she sent me a card on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Which is a picture of a card. But she did send me a check that she owed me. So right. that's oh, at well. least good. That's good. But <laughs> I just like my favorite. I mean, yesterday I like, I call her, I go, the clock is ticking. Now my right. birthday is coming up. And I think at midnight or no, I can't remember what time mom said. But right. I said, but the clock is ticking. We're still the same age. We're still the same age. Where are you? So for three days you've been trying to get a hold of her? Nothing? Yes. Oh, oh. that's odd. Well, because it's just the superstitious thing I have, because my mom is always like, you girls are Irish twins, and you were potty trained, Lori, by one, because what did I know? I was 18. I just thought, I'm not having two babies in diapers. She's smart. And I bribed you with a pair of ruffled tap pants. There were these pull-up under... 
you yeah. know, like, and yes. they had the ruffles yes. on the butt, so and they're like grown up, and, and they were so fancy, cute, and, and so yeah. I I was probably trained by one. My mom has told we me know that. Yeah, but my mom tells me that too. Mm-hmm. Did your mom call you? What time of the day were you born? I think in the morning. Yeah, my mom would always call me in the morning. Yeah. And say, it's your, you yeah. were born by now. My, and my mom I always... I remembered re- you for a second, then I yeah. brought you home and gave you to Mona, yeah. our college student who took care of you. Oh, that's so Instead funny. of me. Yeah. <laughs> because I couldn't breastfeed you because I had too many other kids. Yeah. Well, she did have like four by that time or three. She had three. Three, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, my mom is always... She always... And, and I don't know how you were almost nine pounds. I lived on popcorn and chicken noodle soup. Your dad and I were so poor. I said, because you were 17, Mom. Exactly. Yeah. Healthy that, babies just come out of 17. Isn't that something? Apparently. Yeah. Uh, you also share a birthday with Lisa Rinna, by the way. Oh, that's right. Oh, yes. Lisa Rinna. And a little Kim. And a little Kim, yeah. yeah look at, who looks yeah. like little Sue. We can't recognize <laughs> no, her anymore. We don't know who she is anymore. All right, listen, when we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. It. And it was just, it was, I was actually shocked when this story okay. ran on GMA Five. I like that song. It's good. I do too. You know, it could be on the summer playlist. Yep. All right, so uh, my talk 1071 just posted a picture of me. When I'm six years old, I believe. Very, very, very cute. My moon bangs, Mm -hmm. living in the Philippines, and my sisters and I are dressed in matching dresses, sitting in a row on like some kind of a little thing. It's so cute. Oh, gosh. Casey Casey sent that picture to (laughs) us. Did he? I said to him yesterday, go along the house and find a cute picture of Lori (laughs) so we can post it. Okay, so this morning, all right, as after I'm done racing around the house searching for my birthday clues and you know finding everything I, I, I sit down and I turn on GMA and um, it's like they're this exclusive story that right. they have with Whitney Houston's mom yeah. speaking out about the Whitney documentary which by the way kicked butt last weekend at the it's not in that many theaters right how did it do it, it really did very did? well Wendy Williams said her theater was absolutely packed and uh, it's kind of like documentaries are doing well this summer oh, I with know. RBG and Mr. Rogers mm-hmm. and Whitney even though so anyway let's play the GMA audio about Whitney Houston's mother Sissy Houston what she has to say about this documentary that debuted at Mm -hmm. the Cannes Film Festival. The astonishing allegations shocked so many. The documentary Whitney saying the powerhouse singer was molested as a child. Now the late star's mother, Sissy, opening up about those claims that Whitney's cousin, Dee Dee Warwick, sexually abused her daughter. Dee Dee, sister to famed singer Dionne Warwick, died in 2008. In a statement to People magazine, Sissy saying, Neither Whitney nor Dee Dee are here to deny, refute, or affirm the accusations. Adding, How can this be fair to my daughter, to our family? Sissy revealing the statement written on behalf of herself and Dionne Warwick, and the two first learned of the claims two days before the film's debut in May. Telling the magazine, we cannot overstate the shock and horror we feel and the difficulty we have believing that my niece, Dee Dee Warwick, molested two of my three children. The accusations of abuse made by Houston's longtime assistant, Mary Jones, who claims Whitney confided in her about it. Houston's brother, Gary Garland Houston, who spoke with me just before the film was released, also claiming abuse by Warwick. I was eight, nine years old, and I was being fondled with, you know, from, from time to time. It was a situation I didn't understand. I knew it was abnormal. Gary told me that yeah, he, was, he was molested when he was a kid by a woman in the family, and... Uh, um, he thought that also 
Whitney had been as well. According to the film, the alleged abuse took place while Houston's mother Sissy was on tour as a background singer, leaving Whitney and her two brothers in the care of others, including Dee Dee Warwick, an accusation that Sissy Houston vehemently denies, telling the magazine, my children always came first in my heart and in my life. They did not stay with four or five families, and in all the years I traveled, Dee Dee never babysat for them. Adding, Dee Dee may have had her personal challenges, but the idea that she would have molested my children is overwhelming and for us, unfathomable. There is still this painful history surrounding Whitney Houston that people are still racking their brains over six years out. The film's director, Kevin McDonald, also saying he was caught off guard by those charges of abuse. He says the allegations were mentioned just as he was finishing the film and that he only had a short time to incorporate what would become a stunning part of this gripping new documentary. Okay. Wow. So, well... Because the estate approved this thing, but mm -hmm. obviously they did not approve. They didn't have like the final, final cut. say, the final right. cut the or final whatever. Cut. Right. Yeah. And yeah. they found out two days right. before. But it, why they waited this long, and also Sissy does at the beginning of what she says. By this statement, we do not intend to defend, condone, or excuse the crime of molestation. molestation. Yeah. However, we cannot overstate the shock and horror we feel. And the difficulty they have believing that Dee Dee, Dionne Warwick's right. sister, molested two of her three children. I got a couple different things from listening to Sissy um, Houston talk about it. One thing was um, defend, defensive a little bit mm -hmm. about the fact that she, while she was traveling, she never lived her three children with babysitters. But she probably left them with Dionne Warwick's family. Because that was, you know. Well, we don't know, and she doesn't I mean, say. That, I, I'm going to believe. It. I mean, here's what sis, where Sissy's criticism feels like. There's two different things because the estate approved the doc, the documentary. Right. She said that they hid that from them, that okay. they knew that sooner, yep. and that they kept that from them. And she said, even if the accusations are true, Sissy Houston claimed Whitney would not have wanted. That information even shared. She said she spoke publicly about her struggle with drugs, mm -hmm. interventions, her daughter Chrissy, issues in her marriage. Mm -hmm. She never publicly spoke about her father stealing from her or ever revealed any claim that she'd been molested. She well, said if she was molested, I do not believe she would have wanted it to be revealed for the first Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. This time, 
to thousands, maybe millions of people in a movie. And I totally get that, yeah. Lori. I totally get that. But I also back up and think, you know, yes, she talked about a lot of parts of her life, but the parts were that were too painful, people cut. Of course, compartmentalize and the t- fact that she never wanted to admit that the man who she loved so much stole from her, yeah. her dad. That's just too. Yeah, no, I get, painful you get that. And, but that's in the movie. Right. Too, you right. Know? And that's too painful. And then that um, the mom, you know, her son, Gary, has said yeah. he was molested. So I can understand the pain of Sissy after. Because just, the idea it is unfathomable that a family yep. member would do that and yep. people don't want to believe that of somebody in their family mm-hmm. it's a terrible thing you know to have to put your head mm-hmm. your arms around i i know a friend of mine who um there's like a there were four kids and, and she doesn't live here but there are four children in her family mm-hmm. and um her youngest sister was quite a bit younger right than the three other ones mm-hmm. And years later, she told her older siblings, and they were older, like by 10, 12. I mean, she she was was literally a change of life baby, that they called it back then. And she told her siblings that their dad had um, molested her, and her siblings never believed her. I believe you. I totally believe you. Because they they were like, no way. That's pretty common, though, isn't it? I do think so, but that's also why people don't come forward. That's why you don't, because it happens to you when you're a kid. And I mean, it's just, it's very, it's very heartbreaking. But I think that from Sissy's point of view, because it's a state approved and they didn't find, I just think that they wouldn't have, I think that they're slamming the filmmaker that, he hid this from I, and I get that that that, he, that, that he was was something that he and and then think about how bad I just feel horrible for 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 the family and I guess when the news first came out I thought oh the family they like got behind right. this mm-hmm. that's what I thought because there's no way that that would be... and it was more than two days before the film came out because this came out no, earlier it, last week was it just no, on Wednesday because the it, movie came out the Friday? movie premiered at the Cannes Film Festival, oh, and that's okay. when they found yes. out two got days it. before the premiere. Okay, because I'm like, this just didn't so happen. So they had week. approved, and they used, they've got footage of Sissy, and mm-hmm. her point is that they kept this from this. The filmmaker kept right. this from it to be explosive, and they would not have approved that. So Why don't you think that she talked about this sooner then? Because it's, a, like you said, it's just a painful thing. Yeah. And maybe but you I mean, after the really... Cannes Film Festival. Well, I, I don't know. I, they might have been exploring legal options. Okay, right. there you go. There All you right. go. Probably, All you're right. probably right. We'll be right back with Allison Kaplan. This is going viral in a big way. This is the My Talk Now trending report. What's this? What's the latest? latest? Well, England trending. Now, this doesn't have anything to do with the game. I would not give away that information. But uh, a few of their players were fined $70,000. Why? Because they wore unauthorized socks oh dear they were seen wearing branded ankle support socks over their official nike socks and fifa the governing body says breaching media and marketing regulations yeah cardi b's been trending all day she's a new mom she delivered a beautiful baby girl and they named her here we go culture with a k kiara with a k and the last name is cephas 
the seat. Uh, this was in Atlanta, and her husband Offset was at her side. Oprah, why not invest in something else? She's getting into the restaurant biz. She uh, made an equity investment in True Food Kitchen. That is a health-driven restaurant chain based in Phoenix. She will also join the brand's board of directors. All right, here's your forecast. Uh, 30% chance of an overnight thunderstorm. Uh, 76, that's it for the low tonight. Another hot one coming out tomorrow. We have, uh, could see thunderstorms tomorrow afternoon with a high of 90. And I believe that's where we are right now. Yep, it is 90 here at My Talk 1071. Now you know what we know. See more at MyTalk1071.com. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Allison Kaplan is joining us in studio. One half of the shop girls. Hello, hello. Hi, happy hello. birthday. Thank you so much, I Allison. I would have brought cupcakes, darn well, it. That's we could have used time. those. Yeah. yeah, that's all right. And congratulations. <laughs> you have a, a new big job. You're editor-in-chief at Twin Cities Business. Yes, mm-hmm. that's the word on the street. There's that's a lot of Just call me chief. And yeah. are you just, still, let's keep it really will. casual. Okay. Just call me chief. <laughs> and are you still going to be doing some fashion things for Minneapolis St. Paul Magazine? I am. I'm still okay. Contributing okay. editor to Minneapolis right. St. Paul. I can't let go. And okay. you know, they're, it's the same company, sister yeah. publication. So I've only moved down the hall. I'm okay. not too far away. But, but still, uh, that's good. And I think we can bring a little, uh, little fashion and lifestyle to Twin Cities business. Too. Yeah, I think okay. so too. I I used it today to process, you know, for randoms. Oh, because there's some great stories in there that you you know so good for random you. stories. Mm-hmm. Should we feel mm-hmm. good about this? I, I don't know. No, Tra- we for- welcome the traffic. Yeah. TCBMag.com. I okay. totally Thank you very like much. it. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. Tell us about this Nani Nalu. Uh, uh, news. So here's the deal. I have loved shopping. Yes. yes. And I and, and when you think about it in this market, there are basically two players in town. If you're going to shop local for swimwear, you've got Nani Nalu, which is just kind of in a category of its own. Mm-hmm. And then you've got Big Island Swim and Surf, which is in Excelsior. Makes sense out mm-hmm. on Lake Minnetonka, yeah. and then and what they, about the big water place or the swimsuit place at the MOA? Like, yeah, well, that's not local. Okay, so I think I of them as okay. in terms of like locally owned, okay, women owned, it. independent companies. Those yes. are the players. Okay, um, and it's kind of unusual to have two really solid swimwear boutiques in a market where it's winter, like right. eight months of the yeah, year. Yeah, so there's that, and they both you know survive on that. They don't do winter jackets; they're doing mm-hmm. swimwear all year. So Nani, so uh, Big Island goes and opens a second store in Edina, literally three miles from Nani Nalu, right? You're ready for the fist fights? Mm-hmm. No, they decide to merge. Wow. And become one company and girl power, power in numbers. And now they become this like real force in the swimwear industry where they're like a close to, you know, more than a $4 million company, wow. which is legit. Yeah. Yes, and now is. they can go to market together. I just and picture get them better like, buying. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Get better prices. Say, we want this done in green. Yeah. And they'll do it special for them because they've got more stores and they're planning to keep both names so they'll keep both concepts separate think of i i described it as think of big island as sort of the string bikini to nani nalu's sensible one piece right you know i mean mm-hmm. they're just nani nalu's all about fit yep. and comfort and find no matter what your size is exactly. finding the right suit big island's a little more resorty for the whole family they do men's as well mm-hmm. and kids so they're thinking that's a concept they could bring to resort destinations true and Nani Nalu, other cities, you know, in the Midwest that don't have anything like them. You know, Nani Nalu opened in Kansas City, 
random, but true. Mm-hmm. They're doing really well there. And they opened a store in Boulder, Colorado. Well, perfect so spot. So two, you know, local women business owners yeah. who they said, you know, don't always get a lot of respect because people are like, oh, you just sell swimsuits? Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're uh-huh. everything. We sell a lot of swimsuits. They're we sell everything. millions of swimsuits. And they sell the kind of suits that you're willing to pay $150 Well, that's for. the thing. They're not cheap, but it is, But yeah, they're it's nice swimsuits fit you right. and they camouflage what you want camouflage and highlight what you want it's a far different thing than going to target and getting your 20 dollar bikini it's a game changer and yeah. most women feel like target is not speaking to them yeah. if they're over 21 basically yeah. and the other thing that's interesting is you know a lot of national retailers think oh nobody in minnesota is going to buy a swimsuit in january mm-hmm. or even oh, in that, november when do you go on your vacation right but th- that's the power of right. the local store and why it's so important to support local retail because they know us and they yeah. know that the worse the weather, the more we want swimwear because right. we want to get out of get Dodge. Out. Yeah. Right? yeah, I think I've bought like four swimsuits there. I, they have a couple of um, lines that... They're the, just the way they fit, the way yeah. they fit, they're yes. so cute. Right, and I'm not big on getting a lot of help. I tend to like to just shop on my own, find yeah. my stuff, but that is one place where... Because I always buy too big of a bottom. And they always tell me, no, no, that big bottom makes your bottom look bigger. You need to get a smaller bottom. That's how I always, so I need their help. I, but I am amazed. I mean, because I don't generally like it. We're talking to about see Nani how, yeah, yeah, to see how well they can size you up and yes. they'll know and things that I wouldn't have necessarily picked, picked out. out yeah. And and it works. So yeah. this Good. is my b- business version of a beach read, yeah. basically. You yeah. know, I found I a way that. to bring bikinis yes. into Twin Cities. Yes. I love this it. is what I've done lately. Very good. I, I like how you're rolling. <laughs> what do you think of this new Nordstrom comment or concept that they have? I mean, the Today Show yesterday yes. did a big uh, yep. no merchandise. Yeah, that's yeah. a way to get attention yeah. for a department store. So it's all about experience. I mean, it feels like a broken record, yeah. but the thing with if retail in a physical space is going to survive, they've got to think beyond selling stuff. Yeah. Nobody needs to go to a store anymore to buy a pair of shoes mm-hmm. or a shirt or anything. So what are they delivering? Why would you go there? You go there to be immersed in the brand, to find out about trends, to feel like it's a party, like it's an event. Mm-hmm. And so they are experimenting and embracing it. I don't see us, unfortunately, in the Twin Cities being big enough to get that. Well, to I get mean, one Nordstrom at the Mall of America know. is already an experience in itself. It but it's going out to are, the mall. But they're already doing different things. They're, so like you yeah. walk in and they've got everyone's bags to be picked up. So they're doing the shopping for oh people. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That new service. So much tell more. everybody about that service because that's pretty well, cool. Well, you, or, you can order online and then you could pick up at the store. And if you don't really want to, you know, come in, I mean, obviously they would like you to come in. They'll but if you want to just get yeah. it, they'll deliver it right to your car. Yeah. I mean, just like Target's doing it. Everybody. I mean, everybody expects. Millennial shoppers, especially, they expect everything to be delivered. Mm-hmm. It's got to be convenient. And so retailers are scrambling to figure out how they can provide that service, especially with Amazon, you know, delivering in a couple of hours. Yeah. To yeah. compete, you've got to be original. I'm yeah. tactical. And fast. I, I still I still love I still going, I like shopping. In I do, store. too. Yeah. Shoes yeah, is about it that I like to buy online. But again, you know, I think the hope is in the fact that even the really successful digital first brands, the ones mm-hmm. that started online, mm-hmm. what happens when they hit it big? They start opening stores. Yes, that's right. true. Warby yep. Parker, yes. Bonobos, Everlane, which, oh, yeah. if we could only get an Everlane store here. But, you know, they all end up opening stores. Why? Because of exactly what you're saying. Yeah. People ultimately want to touch and feel the merchandise and they want to be 
in the space. And that's why there's so much emphasis on designing cool stores, on having parties, on Mm -hmm. making it an experience. Mm -hmm. Okay. Going to the mall. Yeah. Because remember how we felt so cool? This is probably like seven years ago now when we shopped at Michael Kors in um, Beverly Hills. You know, the one where... At the Grove? Yeah, at the Grove. And we went in there and they said, would you like champagne? Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. just like, the middle yes, of the afternoon. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and we're not like heavy hitters, but we both bought, I, we both bought clothes there. Yeah. And, you because know. Because you want to spend time there. Right. Yes. I mean, it was like, oh, how fun is this? And then they played some fun music. I mean, we had a blast in there. Yeah. Yeah. But it was something different. Right. Yeah. Right. That's right. why you're seeing a lot more relationship between food and retail, you know, opening more stores, opening cafes. Look at what Restoration Hardware is going to do in Edina. What? I mean, they yeah, are they're building a standalone store it's really a mecca it's going to be like this enormous space with multiple restaurants with decks with a bar they want you to just come and hang out yeah. meet your friends at restoration hardware wow. for lunch but then what do you, you can buy what, everything what do you make of what's going on at 50th in france and have businesses closed yes Yes. Because they are what they're expanding the parking lot. It's a nightmare. Oh, it is a it's, it's a, a nightmare. nightmare. And I think you know the retailers that are hanging on are doing so. You know they're just kind of keeping their fingers crossed that it pays off in the this long run. This is like run. what but, happened to all the university restaurants yeah, when they were put in the green line when it's a two year project. Yeah, and they're offering valet parking. I don't know if it's you where know do you if pick, it's where working. do you go get it? I think you can do it and over by like where D'Amico is. Okay, but no, it's it's a rough one. Room number three, which was such a love store that they closed. closed i heard there are a couple others that are kind of you know hanging in the balance yeah so it's a rough bad. time it is. yeah it is. i mean so i'm get- going over there like uh because i've got i do hair. get my hair done right. at we salon yeah. and there's nothing that will keep me from getting my hair blended right. i'll drive through a blizzard yeah. i'll drive through whatever <laughs> but i mean i've kind of got like a I I don't go all the way to 50th in france i'm parking over on the side because i just can't deal with so I'm a wow bar regular. Yeah. And if you go down on that end, you know, over where Crave is, I haven't really had a problem. Bar, yeah. right. I think if you just avoid I think that, you avoid that, that area parking and you ramp, can get in. You can yeah. park on the you side park, streets. Yeah. And it's good to make a point because it is it is so hard for so those they need stores. our they need our business. They need our business. Yeah, even time. all the cute little restaurants there. Yeah. Oh, so many cute restaurants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, what's what else are you loving in the Twin Cities right now for shopping or what should we be heads up and know about right now? Um oh. this was kind yeah. of a fun well, oh, Lori, you, you have a different oh, question. Go, go. Well, I want to know what your thoughts are on the Duchess of Sussex and her style. I mean, we posted we posted all of everything she wore to Ireland. In the last I mean, obviously, boat necks and skinny belts are yeah. a signature thing. Yeah, um, I mean, I like that she's adding some color in the the all <laughs> the all blush phase was getting a bit redundant, yeah. right? right? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think it's interesting how you know, how serious she's being. Well, right? because like, she's getting nitpicked to death oh, by all I the hate it. English papers. And then her dumb dad is out there yapping. story yeah. is a headline. It's yeah. crazy. The pressure. Can you imagine the yeah. pressure of what she's putting on? But I, I mean, mean, she's she's beautiful she really and she is. looks great. And right. those, and I, I think the boat necks look they so, look great. And you know, so her style her. is different. Remarkably, it's back to Meghan Markle on this Ireland trip because it's just she and Harry. She yeah. ditched the hose. Yes. Lost she the must bun. She's so glad. She can touch her husband. She can <laughs> hold her hands. She can cross her legs. Right. And, and can things. you imagine will all she, those? Will she ever wear ripped jeans again? 
This I hope so. I think so. I do too. I hope so. I th- but not around the queen. No. Not, not around, around the queen. queen. Because otherwise, oh my God, call the Royal Protocol Clutcher Pearl Association. The other thing <laughs> is, I bought into the theory that maybe she was going all neutrals while she was hanging out with the queen. The queen because she wears the bright colors. Let her do the lime yes. and she'll just that wear the neutrals. That is sort of a thing. Yeah. That is sort of a thing. But yeah. um, anyway. It looks much more modern. I love looking every oh, day at what she's wearing. It's, it's fun. It's fun. With each headline, I'm just sort of like, the poor thing. Yeah. The pressure she every knows morning. what she's doing though she's got a team she's, she's got that friend who's styling her but and- she, the friend wasn't styling her earlier i mean you know between the wedding right. and the branded maxwell yellow dress yeah i think she, she's realizing now yeah she needs her friend and did you hear about the budget no i mean a million dollars oh i heard it was up two million oh, was it two million? i heard the royal shopping budget is up two listen million. they're expected to, to be fantastic they can't take handouts they're not allowed to no, take they are. freebies yeah, so, so they have to buy everything it adds up girls it does you think <laughs> people will go back to that one day you know how we've seen everyone i'm wearing you know blah 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 jewelry and blah 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 shoes do you think we'll ever go back to the day where people buy their own stuff celebrities are on the red carpet and stuff hell no Mm, no, it's hard to imagine. No, once people get paid to dress in something, they're not going to buy something. Celebrities, yeah, they don't no. want to go back. They've to been that. wrecked. Yeah, they've been yeah. ruined. <laughs> we need them to spend their money. <laughs> oh, Allison, nice. thank, thank you so much. Thank good you. to see you guys. And, um, so follow along at TCB Mag on Instagram. Okay, we're, okay. We're, we're stepping it up, and thank you for getting your randoms. Yeah, yeah. and then you and Harmony, anything happening with the uh, oh, just girls? Um, you know, where are you this weekend? The, we are here this weekend. We've got a bunch coming. We're going to be out and about later in the month. You girls we'll, travel. We yeah. do. We've got a fun event at Town and Country, like in oh, early August. Doing? There's a big new like pop-up event happening the first weekend in august oh fun yeah, it should be really fun but yeah we'll be on this weekend all right yeah. and we'll follow you at, on you. twitter at ally shops at ally shops thank you so much good to Allison. see you happy Thanks. birthday thank you when we come back um oh yeah we, we've got to talk about clooney we've got to talk about george clooney But I I like singing and and rap is in every song now. Yeah. And it's just immersed and part of it is sung and part of it's rap and I'm getting more used to that. But it's it's a struggle. All right. It's a struggle okay. for me. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. Well, uh I wonder if um well, we got it. We got to talk about this George Clooney story. So Natalie Morrell, or no, this is GMA. This is ABC's audio. Okay. So somebody got, they had video. They had like a traffic cam where George Clooney got in this accident on Sardinia. I'm just amazed that he is driving a scooter or a motorcycle because I've been to Sardinia and we went, um, it was like on a cruise and we went right. to a beach thing. But I, even even the the day that your dad and Casey and I spent on the Amalfi Coast, right. you know, we we sailed sure. into Naples, and I wanted to go, you know, to Ravello and to Positano, and I knew I would have to drive because Casey is sure sleep is sleeper so driver. Seattle, yeah, mm-hmm. he's a sleeper driver, and I just said screw it, and I I hired a car and a driver because driving in Italy terrifies me mm-hmm. I've i never, totally get so that. much so that i've never done it i've just done everything i totally get it i don't the track the way it flows and just 
mm-hmm. how people drive and yes, not many rules. Yeah, <laughs> and that also the fact that as and I know George Clooney has had a place in Italy, so he's probably much more used to it. But anyway, let's let's okay. listen to ABC. Okay. By the way, this video you can see it on the My Talk uh, homepage. I'm surprised okay. that they've let that stay up. Yeah. Well, we got it. All Here right. we go. This is the moment actor George Clooney faces a potentially deadly collision, colliding head-on with a station wagon. In this video obtained by Italian newspaper Corriere della Sera, the Oscar winner who is reportedly traveling nearly 65 miles an hour on his Yamaha scooter is flung off his bike and into the air after crashing into this Mercedes station wagon. Police said that allegedly the driver cut off George Clooney and he wasn't respecting the actor's right of way and George got knocked off his scooter. Clooney thrown over the front of his bike, his head directly hitting the car's windshield, leaving behind this broken cobweb of glass before landing on the pavement. Bystanders running in to help, Clooney seen here being treated at the scene, was taken by ambulance to a local hospital, wife Amal rushing to his side. George had to spend a few hours in the hospital. He definitely had some scrapes and bruises, but he also suffered some trauma to his pelvis. So he has to continue getting checked out in the next few weeks. The driver of the car telling the paper, I had the sun in my eyes. I didn't see anything. I just heard a thud. The Oscar winner, who got married in Italy in 2014 and has a house in Lake Como, is in Sardinia filming the Hulu miniseries Catch-22. He was on his way to set when the accident happened. Now, Clooney is reportedly set to resume filming in just a couple of days, and he will be monitored as an outpatient for about three weeks, but that is certainly an advertisement for wearing your helmet. And he wore a helmet. Yeah, yeah, he did. He always wears a helmet. The reason why he was... immediately released is there was too much paparazzi so they yeah. brought him home to take care of him yeah or yeah back to the hotel or when wherever they're staying in sardinia video, you i know, haven't watched got that yet. bad neck and i know back. don't you remember his brain had the brain drain yeah. or his spinal yeah. cord was yeah. dripping since he made that movie in in um three kings three or kings or syria something yeah I, I think it was three kings yeah, yeah three his, kings of the desert. his spinal Fluid was dripping out of him, and he was in pain for years. That's scary, I think. George needs he, to give up the motorcycle. Oh, he totally is giving it up. Yeah. And if he doesn't want to, Amal is taken away out yeah. of his rights. Yeah, because that he could have been killed. Yeah. Because the guy just pulled out. He and he said the sun him. was in my eyes. I couldn't see him. And he it, didn't know who George No, Clooney but he feels was. really bad, and he went to the hospital yeah. to try to go visit him, and he yeah. was already gone. And people were taking photos. Right. When they re- but Clooney is just like... Just laying there. I yeah. haven't seen the video. It's yeah. that. Oh, it, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a short, little grainy, but, but you can see. I mean, it's kapow. Oh, I mean, yeah. If he didn't have a helmet on, he uh-huh. would have been. You know, he might be dead. He might be dead. Seriously. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wow. So, all right. Well, speaking. Thank of, goodness you're not George. I know. And speaking of wow, Demi Moore had an American Express card, her number stolen, and somebody spent up to spent one hundred sixty nine thousand uh, dollars going to Nordstrom and Saks. Well, what happened is she realized that her card was lost or stolen, but then she ordered a new one, and they usually FedEx them. Yeah. And someone stole the FedEx package. And she didn't remember it, and she probably spends that kind of money on her Amex, so nobody even thought anything. Not even to look at it. Like, if any of us spent that on our Amex card, they'd be calling. They call you. I mean, (laughs) to me, you know, she's got tons and tons of do-re-mi, so anyway. Well, here's what happened to me last night. What? So I go th- online to check out my credit card stuff because I was just in Chicago to yeah. see how much I spent and just kind of figuring things out. It's a and good I- idea to do that after a trip yeah. anyway. Yeah. And all of a sudden I see all these Uber, 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 
Uber, Uber, <gasps> Uber, 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 626, 924. Yet on 79, I had an Uber for $65, $31.85, $5, $36.10, $18.75. I had five. Ubers. I don't even have the Uber app. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. So I call my credit card and they said they'll file a complaint or something and then they give me Uber's phone number. And yeah. this is where I'm not impressed. Okay. Yeah. So I said, no, I'm not paying these charges. You know, this is someone has got my card and they said, well, we'll cancel your card. We'll get you another one, figure it out. But not, they weren't real kind. I spend so much money on this card. Yeah. So I was kind of disappointed in my service to this point. Right. And then they give me Uber's phone number. Well, they say it's 800-101-3611. Have you ever called a phone number that has the digits 101 no. ever in your life? Never. So I'm questioning, and I said, that's really an odd number. Well, that's what it says right here. And I said, well, can you double check? Yeah, I did. So then oh, no. I call that number. Nothing, of no, course, okay. happens. And then to find a phone number for Uber they have one number listed, but it's for emergency. If you're in an Uber or something, it's an emergency one. There's no way to contact them except for by email. I hate these companies sometimes. Yeah. But anyway, someone is having fun. Yeah, Julia, online under contact Uber, 800-101. No one answered it. Yeah. yeah. 3,600. Mm-hmm. There you go. Nothing. Exactly. Ah, we'll be back. <laughs>